So the day this comes out will be the first day of the season post-All-Star break. So I think today it's only right if we give our second half of the season predictions, as well as talk about a few news stories that broke over the past week. But before we get into that, Mo, I think you have something special to announce for somebody. Yep, our very first jersey giveaway. Shout out to WaveBreak24, a.k.a. Brian. Followed us on Twitter, Instagram. Did all the necessary requirements and even joined the Discord. DM us and we'll get you right. Yeah, so if y'all, if y'all don't know, if y'all don't know, last week we announced we we're going to do a jersey giveaway. And we had told you guys to follow us on all social platforms, join our Discord, comment, and we pick somebody random. That's who just want it. We'll probably do this every few months. So, again, make sure you follow us on all these platforms to find out next time we do it. And, yeah, I think we jump right into it. Let's do it. Guys, let's go. Russell Westbrook is a clipper. How do you feel about this? Crazy. Crazy. Just, just the fact that, like, another Los Angeles team is about to be destroyed. <laughs> I, like, I don't I don't see the high high upside in terms of like championship window I think he makes them a yeah. little bit better but I think I think the risk is a little I think yeah I think the risk outweighs the potential reward with Russ here interesting so you're overall pessimistic what about you Mo yeah I don't know I feel like this move might not move the needle for them because you telling me you gave up two second round picks or two second round picks they don't mean shit but I feel really eh with it because I'm not sure if he really fixes all of their problems offensively second round picks no he well they, they gave up two second round picks for bones highland and now you're picking up russ as well I just oh okay, okay. I, was like, I was like i was like what do you mean second round pick it's not a yeah. thing. yeah yeah I, okay, okay. that was a half thought <laughs> yeah that's weird because i think there's a lot of nuance with this because well there's a lot of nuance when you discuss russell westbrook right yeah. but we talked about him the lakers being an extremely negative asset who doesn't make them better for that large amount of money which is like disastrous but how does that equation change when you get him for the minimum, right? Like, it's not the same resource allocation. If he's ash, you can just not play him. You can cut him. You can do whatever you want. Like, there's, like, that's why I feel like the risk is a little bit less. And obviously, basketball-wise, the fit's better because you have to be better than, than what it was with the Lakers, right? Like, they didn't have any shooting. They needed a player that needs shooting. The Clippers yeah. have great shooting. So I can see a world where you tuck yourself into it because the fit's decent and there's just no risk because you can cut him tomorrow if he comes in and does not work. How, how do you feel about that part of it? I, I don't know. I I think that, like, yes, you're right, and that you can just turn around and cut him. But at the same time, it's it's Russell Westbrook. So the personality instantly is going to come in and be a topic of conversation. He's playing in the same exact stadium, same city, just opposite Jersey, uh, you know, of the Lakers. So I don't know if – I don't know if you're going to be able to just sweep him under the rug like he's a regular, you know, 10-day guy, buyout guy or whatever. I think he is, though. I think that's why he's on this team. I feel like they talked about it. Like, you've heard them talk about role a lot and, like, mm-hmm. coming in and finding his own, what his role is with this team. I feel like this only happens if he's willing to buy in and be the guy that needs to be, right? Like, but then again, it's we Tyler said the, the guy that's going to rein him in. We said the same thing at the start of the season with the Lakers in terms of, like, oh, well, you know, if they didn't trade him, then it has to be because Russ is going to buy in and they think that he's he did, worth though. it. He did, though. He did. In terms of the picks and stuff like that. I, I mean... He bought you, it. He came off the bench. He didn't complain about it. He, he just wasn't that good at it, but he, he bought it. He didn't complain. He was talking about that he got injured because he came off the bench and he usually doesn't come off the bench. What type of shit is that? He's I, I, I think he was serious. It was stupid, but I think he was serious. He, You That's think outrageous. he legitimately got hurt because he was sitting on the bench? I think he thinks that because his ego <laughs> okay. first Those are two bench. very different things. Those are two very different things in yeah, terms of like if that's the truth or Russ thinks that that's the truth. So we'll Yeah, we'll I don't see. think he was lying. I think he believes that's the truth. <laughs> but overall, like Darvin Ham got him to buy in. He mm-hmm. seemed like he was competing. But then again, 
there's no way to get the best of Russell Westbrook in LA when everybody knows everybody in the organization wanted him gone. LeBron didn't want him there. Nobody wanted him there. He probably didn't want to be there. Hmm. And now the Clippers, we hear them talk about it. Paul George, every time someone gives him a mic, is saying how much he loves Russell Westbrook and how much he wants to see Russell Westbrook win a title. So, by default, the chemistry is going to be better, right? I mean, he said that, but then he left Russell Westbrook in the middle of the night four Facts. years ago. So, yeah. like, I don't, I don't, I don't care what Paul George has to say about anything. He could say that I love Russell Westbrook. Watch him really... and watch him be the main one trying to get Russell Westbrook cut before they go into the playoffs <laughs> if he if he sucks. Like, no, yeah. I don't care. I don't care about that. Mo, I want to. So the thing is, we all talk about how he didn't fit with LeBron and AD. Do you think that fits better with Kawhi and PG specifically? Because we know the bench has lots of shooting. But what about with the stars? Yeah, in theory, it does. I I think just naturally it does because PG and Kawhi are much better shooters than yeah. what the Lakers had to work with. Their two-star players, their game is not predicated off of shooting, but that's one of their main strengths, you know? And mm-hmm. I would say, like, theoretically it works, but Westbrook is yeah, Westbrook. Theoretically. He's so, like, <laughs> he's so volatile as a basketball player, and so, like, if the NBA if the NBA was black and white and black and white yes but like there's a lot of yeah. gray area in Westbrook's career so you just don't yeah, know you're right on paper it makes sense when you think about these are two wings who don't need the ball in their hands are really good with it but don't need it and aren't yes. amazing playmakers so you adding a playmaker next to them theoretically should work yeah but like you said nothing's nothing works as theorized with Russell Westbrook yeah. everything's a little a little different than what you would think. Yeah, if the NBA was easy as one plus one equal two, then yes, this this makes sense. But like, there's so many other theories and equations. Yeah, in terms of two K ratings, it makes sense. Talking about attributes, that's about it. Oh, for sure. If (laughs) if this was two K, this will work out beautifully. Rustbrook dissing out to all these shooters, and he's dumping it off to Zubac and shit like that. Like, yeah, this is great. Mm -hmm. But (sighs) let's uh, let's talk about this Clippers team. What this look like? before the trade deadline obviously mm-hmm. a lot of stuff changed yeah. like you said they brought in bones highland they brought in eric gordon mason plumley so things are a little different but before the season and before the offseason i can't fucking talk before the trade deadline they were 25th in transition efficiency damn you would think russell westbrook being a transition-based player first of all yeah. where he could help that and an interesting part to me is when pg inquire on the court they have a plus 11 net rating which is you no know, really good they're killing teams and both of them are there but when you added John Wall to those lineups, it was only plus two. So John Wall made those lineups 10 points worse. But that's not really That's crazy. Well, yeah. It's, it's a little bit of both. There's a little more, a little more, a little more, a little more here. There's a little, little more here to that. A little more okay. here to that. But when there was no John Wall and there was Kawhi and Paul George with Reggie Jackson, they were plus 16. So they got even better. Oh, so the man, question is, nasty. does Russell Westbrook fall closer to John Wall or closer to Reggie Jackson in terms of fit and making these lineups better? The man, only that's thing that's going to... The only thing that's gonna like answer that question is whether or not he's gonna make layups. That's the <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the only thing. If he's gonna come in and miss layups in transition, if he's if he's not gonna be able to finish around the rim, then those lineups are gonna be closer to John Wall. But if he can yeah. somehow get everything out of his mind, start being the Russell Westbrook that we think that he can be in terms of you know supercharged finisher, right? Yeah. A nice like distributor, and but he hasn't ma- been there for like five years. And I don't. So again, in theory. Russell Westbrook should make yeah. them better. But obviously the spacing issue is a spacing issue. Yeah. Exactly. But we don't know. So it really just depends. Are you gonna make bunnies or not? That's that's yeah. it. Let me tell you some more numbers about good old Russell Westbrook over the past few years. <laughs> we talked about how transitions should be the place where he makes your team better. For the last three seasons, his team's has his team has been the same or worse transition efficiency wise with him on the court. 
So it's been a long time since wow. we saw him make a team's fast break attack better. We also say he's supposed to be a guy that creates open shots for teammates, right? Especially shooters. That's why mm-hmm. he should theoretically fit with the Clippers. His team's effective field goal percentage was less than 1% better with him on the court this year, and it was worse last year. Okay. So, I, I, okay. I want to give so him what a pass on two of those things, though. <laughs> let's, yeah, I don't know. Let's, and he let's, hasn't, give, let's give him a pass on two of those things because the Lakers had the, like, the oldest roster in the league last year. And then on this, yeah. and then this season, they have absolutely no shooting. And so it's like, it's yes, Russ has been bad, and you would want him to make those things better. But if the pieces around him don't help him make them yeah, better, yeah, that's not how it works though. It's compared to Linus with him on the court and him without. So you could say their team can't shoot at all. But if those teams full of non-shooters are shooting better with him on the bench, what does that say? He's not I mean, elevating he the non-shooters. <laughs> he yeah. can, that's the he thing. Can, he can't and shoot. that's the point. So like, there we go. That's what you're getting to. His lack of efficiency outweighs any creation he creates for others right so even if he's making all his teammates around him shoot five percent better he shoots ten percent worse so it doesn't matter overall if they're actual shooters i want to see him i want to see what he looks like with actual shooters because we haven't seen that Fair. in a while the last yeah, I mean, time we saw yeah. that was when he was on the do I, I don't know if i want to say wizards but definitely on the houston yeah. rockets bunch of yeah the rockets the last time and so I don't want to say that he's gone through like a lot of injuries and shit like that since he's been on the Rockets, so he's definitely not going to be the same player. But the biggest question is, can he have at least like half of the production and like actually finish on the basketball court, like you said, Donovan? Who yeah. knows? Mm-hmm. It's Westbrook. Yeah, that's a good point. Because the Rockets thing, he looked like an enigma for a few months of the Rockets before he got hurt because they just like went all in on him and they played Robert Covington and PJ Tucker as their bigs yeah. and spaced everything the fuck out so he could bulldoze to the rim. You could see a world where the Clippers have the capability to do similar things because they already run small ball. They already run lots of small lineups with, like, Marcus Morris playing the five. Yeah. So maybe there's a framework there, but is current Russell Westbrook good enough to play those type of lineups just for him? When you have Plumlee and you have Zubak? Probably not. This is his last chance. Like, this is his best opportunity. This is by far the best fit in my mind for him, possibly, other Mm -hmm. than, like, a mid-ass team like the Wizards. The Wizards, yeah. Yeah, like. (laughs) Homecoming. Yeah, exactly. But in terms of just like Russell Westbrook's legitimacy as a player today, not his entire career whatsoever. People get it messed up and disrespect him like crazy. Today, his value, this is like his last chance in my mind. Oh, Facts. certainly. I agree. Yeah, I mean, you could say the Lakers was his last chance. He's a minimum guy now. Like, he's kind of like yeah. on the doorstep right now of the relevancy. Is that the word to use? Like, I don't know. I don't want to be too harsh about it, Either but it's... Taiwan Tigers with Dwight Howard or <laughs> making yeah, like, a minimum contract. This is the last teach. chance. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. It's like we like we've, we've said, I don't think any of us are super optimistic it's going to work out, as our Clippers fans aren't either. But yeah. you can see a world where you understand why they do that, and the risk is low enough that it's like, they're not going to kill you. It's not like they're paying them $40 million, right? Yeah, exactly. I would do the same thing if I were them. Good move on their part. I don't know if I would say that. You... No, I would I mean, not. I would not have made the same move. That. <laughs> you have nothing to lose. That is, that is I not think true. you have a championship window to lose. That's what I'm saying. Like you You're said, st- no. Like you said, Isaac, just yeah, cut yeah, him yeah, yeah. It don't work out. So it's like, yeah, there's a way out, but still, yeah. I, I don't know if I would insert that volatility into a lineup that's trying to already get their chemistry together to make a run. Thank you. Yeah. But Thank there's you. a way out, so I get it. Yeah, the Rockets have had like the most lineup changes in the entire NBA this season. Clippers, you mean? Oh yeah, Clippers. My bad. Yeah, yeah. God. Yeah, they're, they're so volatile. This another wrench. But you could also say that they already redid their whole team with the deadline. They're already going to have to get a lot of stuff figured out these last 22 games. Yeah. What's the one more piece, right? Like, it was already going to be a lot. Yeah. 
I don't like this situation because if you have to talk yourself as much as we are <laughs> into like something working out, then it might not work out, bro. You might be delusional. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I don't want to be the one to say it. I'm apparently the Russell Westbrook hater. I try to be nice about it and find a way, but you said it, not me. We're gonna take a quick break from the show to tell you about our partners at Underdog Fantasy. If y'all don't already know by now, Underdog Fantasy is the best and easiest way to play fantasy sports online and earn money while you watch your favorite players. When you use Underdog Fantasy, the average boring Tuesday night in the NBA can suddenly become interesting when you have real stakes at play. Because if you go ahead and play their pick'em game mode, which is my favorite game mode to play on the app, you can win up to 20 times your money in one night. So if you're trying to get in on the action and play along with us, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100 if you sign up using the code TD3. Again, that's sign up with the code TD3 to double your first deposit up to $100. Now let's get you back to the show. Mo, I think it's time for you to cook. Let's go. Let's go. I'm going to put my mic down, Mo. If you guys don't know, yesterday, on Wednesday, February 21st, the Atlanta Hawks fired Nate McMillan. And if y'all don't know... Mo is the biggest Nate McMillan hater in the fucking world. Oh, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. People, listen. People Capper. on Hawks yeah, Reddit, Hawks Twitter, call this True. man. They, they, they compare him to Hitler. They compare the man <laughs> to Osama bin Laden. I would never do that, all right? Okay, I fine. You just call him candy. You call him milk dud. That's better. Yeah. I said some yeah. not nasty things about him. I compare him to a milk dud. Yeah, yes, that's the worst thing that I'm pretty good, you know? But Nate McMillan, he is the definition of mid you know a couple years ago when we hired him, see the RJ hired Barrett him as coaches? a head coach huh see the rj barrett of coaches let's stick to nate let's oh man that's crazy but a couple years ago when he was fired from the indiana pacers and brought into the atlanta hawks coaching staff with lloyd pierce and shit like that um I was over here like thinking to myself, wow, the Indiana Pacers are literally the definition of them, the Wizards. Like, I don't know who does it better. It's a mid-off right there. And I thought to myself, Nate McMillan probably couldn't success succeed over there because he didn't have really much to work with. It was just Paul George and a bunch of bleh. And once Paul George left, it was just a bunch of bleh, you know? And yeah. the Atlanta Hawks have a, a generational point guard. So I'm just like, fucking, we have a generate in my mind, we have a generational point guard. And also we have a lot of offensive yeah, pieces. pieces for sure. Yeah, it was a young core that was do promising. something interesting, you know? He said and generational. It, yeah. My, my was, bad. My bad. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, all right. I digress. Watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. And with he, – I, I would tell you, Trey Young is generational because he was, oh, he was able <laughs> to go through the Nate McMillan curse and carry his team into the Eastern Conference Finals. I all right, all right. Ooh, tell, tell us about Nate McMillan. Yeah. So, anyways, Nate McMillan, <laughs> all right, he – his style of basketball and, and the approach and just the constant things to see continuously on this, on the in the game, it's very in, irritating. Irritating because you see the same exact shit, and you would think that you see the opposite be when you add an all-star caliber player like Dejounte Murray, but you're literally the exact same team statistically. So you're saying the bad habits he had from the Pacers showed up in Atlanta and showed up in Atlanta with Dejounte Murray as well. Exactly. Bad habits that he's had throughout his entire What are those career. bad habits to be Dude more specific? never evolved. He never evolved and he never adapted as an NBA coach. So he's just stuck in the mud and he brought these stuck in the mud tendencies to Atlanta. And yeah. now the Hawks. What are these tendencies the, though? Because I, I feel like a lot of people don't, probably, probably, a lot of people think that like yeah. he's this solid coach that gets scapegoated and it's happened twice now and that he's not really the problem. What are these bad habits that people that don't watch him every night aren't seeing? Bad habits, some of the bad habits are 
first off, defense has always been a bad habit for him, even though he's supposed to be a defensive-minded coach and he's supposed to be a strong suit. That's not it whatsoever. And one of the, he one of no the worst suits. habits. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And one of the worst habits for him this season has been just not committing to an offensive system and also not holding sort of this sort of looks like at least not holding players accountable. There's no real system. Troy Young, hoops, hoops, and vibes. The worst, the game that probably defines the Atlanta Hawks season so far was when they went off is when they faced off against the Houston Rockets and they were up. Dejounte Murray was doing the same level of savagery that he that he usually do when he hit the ball <laughs> off of Jabari Smith Jr.'s head and shit like that. That's and Trey Young and him were just playing LA Fitness type basketball, and the Hawks blew the lead, and they lost. It was the most embarrassing loss of the season. That type of basketball, that style of basketball, has been ran throughout the entire year, and it dates Tough. back to last year. He got too. no identity, and he and yeah, exactly, no real identity, and he went away completely from what works. We saw we used to see John Collins and Danilo Gallinari when he was on the team get involved in so many actions, motion offense. As soon as we land an all-star guard next to Trey Young, it, it just completely See, goes away. Here, here so, we go, because this is this is what I told you was going to happen before the season. It's not that. But part, you, I'm you not were right before the wrong reasons, though. You were no, right, but, but wrong. See, it's hard to. It's so he's not the offensive mastermind you need to figure out a way to make two high usage point guards that need the ball in their hands work. Facts. That is insanely hard to do. I don't know if any coach can make that fit work. I've from the top. Me and Donovan have both said this trade was. Stupid as shit because they don't fit together and both need the ball. And everything you're explaining, you're putting on Nate McMillan, which maybe was his fault. You watch them closer than I do. But this, it's also a fucking side effect of the trade. Like, how was he supposed to make that work? I mean, it's not only Nate McMillan's fault. I would say, like, Trey Young, he hasn't played up to Sanders' his first 26 games of the season compared to his last 26 games of the season. It's literally night and day. He's so much more efficient and he's playing better basketball but mm-hmm. i take fault in him as well and it's just everybody on the roster just hasn't been playing well john collins forgot to shoot and shit like that but in terms of just like figuring out how this works if you don't see any improvement literally you see the same type of basketball from day one to <laughs> from game one <laughs> yeah, to that game makes sense. 40 yeah then it's like that makes sense what's the issue you know yeah yeah that makes sense if you the, the issue don't know that, it's hard the to the make issue it work. has to be the vibes and like it it, it really just has to be that because I was seeing like John Collins, they did the, the whole presser, you know, afterwards yeah. and, and, you know, all the reporters are coming in after practice and John Collins was talking about it. And he was like, I think Nate McMillan is better suited, like the expectations and the things that he was trying to get out of us is better suited for an older, more experienced team. And John Collins said that? Yeah. Yeah, he did. And it was, it was, it was very, that's what I'm saying. I had the exact same reaction because this is a team that's been to the Eastern Conference Finals that thought they were ready to take the next step. And it's like... So where do you guys think that you guys are? So I yeah. think I think like I think it's Mc, a weird comment in general. I think Nate McMillan I think he deserved to be fired just because yeah. of because of everything that, that Mo said, because of the fact that they haven't really progressed since their Eastern Conference finals appearance. And it's very clear that like his timetable and where the players think they are is off. And so like if you and your star player and kind of just your entire team don't really vibe like that then you do have to go. But yeah. I don't that was that was very, very interesting to hear John Collins say. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know if I so what I feel, I agree with you, but I don't think I'd use the words he deserves to be fired. I think mm. he had to be fired. Yeah. I think that's more what it is because like you said, I think the GM's still Travis Schlank, right? Uh no. No, Dude, there's been Fields. so much volatility. Whole organization is screwed. What's the GM's name again? GM Landry is Laundry Fields. Fields. Toronto Raptors legend. Completely forgot. Uh, New York I, Knicks legend? 
<laughs> so yeah, no, I think Landry no. Fields put him in a garbage situation. And plus, Trey Young hates the guy. We've got to throw it out there. Him and Trey Young have never got along. So he didn't have his star player in his corner. He got dealt a bad hand with another star that doesn't fit. And clearly, it wasn't an easy answer to solve. Or it wasn't an easy question to solve. But he didn't have the right answer, like I'm you said. And he wasn't improving throughout the course of the season. Yeah. So you just have to throw somebody else in there to try to give this roster a chance yeah. to find that answer. Because even if he is a good coach but not the right fit for answer for this question, you got to find somebody else that could potentially be that because you're committed to this team. You're not going to blow up this core. So all you can do is try to find somebody that even if they're not even a better coach, they can be different and give this team a different sign of life and try to do something else. Facts. Facts. Listen, this the Hawks right now, nasty, man. It's, it's very, <laughs> it's very, it's very nasty. nasty. They sit in the AC right now. They're a game under 500. They, they lost two games in a row heading into the break. Mo, where do you think that they go from here? Yeah, what's your second half prediction as the as the episode is about? Yeah, so this team goes as far as where Trey Young, Desarte Murray, John Collins, and the rest of the crew takes them. Um, there's not much like stylistically that I don't I don't know if they'll change. I think they will change. Just similar, a lot. What this is very hard. I just I just genuinely don't know. A couple years ago, when we saw something similar happen to this Hawks team, they rallied together and they went on the run and they went to the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm not one of those delusion ass fans who will hold them to the exact same <laughs> type of like if they did this, they did like no, I'm not. It's probably not going to translate. It might not translate, but I do expect them to be better and play better basketball and lock in defensively and offensively. But I can't really. I can't. Oh, I'm in the air. I don't hey, know, bro. Donovan, what's up? Ask me that question. What? Ask me what you just asked, Mo. Oh, where? Oh, okay, got you. <laughs> where, where do the Hawks go from here? They end up exactly where they are now, in the eighth seed, being mediocre. The we're same back. team they were with Nate McMillan is the same team they're going to be with the interim coach. Nothing nah. will change. Nah, zero chance that they're the exact same team. They're either going to get a lot better or a lot worse. And one thing that I want to add that I hate nope. when people do. A lot of people are starting to look at Trey Young and be like, oh, this dude's a coach killer, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, I mean, low-key, I mean, what do you want? It's <laughs> fair. It's a fair killer. criticism. No one, it's not really a fair criticism because nobody has what? been in that goddamn locker room. You're just making these, oh, these okay. comments based off of assumptions, you know? You're thinking of one story that has came out that's like, okay, he probably shouldn't have done that. And that's when a couple months ago someone leaked out that this man took his own private jet back to Atlanta. Back to Atlanta after he lost in Miami. There's been that, plenty there's of no reporting way. that him and Nate McMillan did not get along and see eye to eye, just like there was a him and Lloyd Pierce. Now, Lloyd Pierce was no one of the worst coaches in the league, so yeah. we we're not going to utter his name too much. Let yeah. the man rest in his coaching grave. Yeah. But <laughs> two coaches in a row that Trey doesn't see eye to eye with, and even if you say they're both bad coaches and deserve to be fired, the fact that it's reported that there is clear chemistry issues with their star player who is making his objections known in a way that it is hurting your team's chemistry... That's the definition of a coach killer. Coach killer doesn't mean yeah. they're unjustified. It just means that they're not uncoachable. That's a negative word, but you know what I mean. It's also mm-hmm. two coaches in five years, just mathematically. So, like, that's that, that's ridiculous. Double that, that's yeah. ridiculous. But, like, when – yeah, you're right. It's two coaches in five years, but these two coaches came from the same – they're friends. They're best friends quite True. literally. True, that was weird. They believe in the same thing. So, it's like, what do you expect to happen? If my mans don't like you, why would I like you? You guys believe in the same thing. <laughs> Nate McMillan Facts. accepted the job from Nate McMillan, Nate McMillan. Literally called Lloyd Pierce like, "Yo, I don't really know if I accept the job because they did you kind of dirty," and he went ahead and accepted it. So it's like, of course they believe in the same shit. That's why I'm. That's why I'm like, I don't know if the Hawks will get better because this dude Joe Prunty or whatever his name is, it's all from the same shit. So how can you expect yeah. to get better? I don't know. 
Anyways, Joe Franci also, Young's not he, a also coach. he used to be with the Bucks, so he has experience at a different coaching tree. Yeah, and I think he knows that to come in, he has to do some different stuff. So we'll see. But yeah, you're you're right. It is kind of weird that the person they hired to fix the issues of Lloyd Pierce was like his fucking best friend buddies. coworker. Yeah, <laughs> that was never gonna work well. The long Hawks, term. the Hawks are not gonna. They're not gonna get much better. Like that's that's not happening, right? They. They're not. They're not. It is. Yeah. Go- it's going to be too hard for them to change their entire philosophy in the last twenty-three games of the season and master whatever is like the the newest scheme for them. That's not going to happen. They have the third hardest schedule remaining in the league. That's not. That's not going to happen. And and once again, the thing that the thing that set this entire chain of re- uh, chain of events into action is the fact that you traded for Dejounte Murray. So you have a structural problem in the way that your team is built. And as Hell, long as the, okay. No, you do. That's why I gotta you stop do. You. No, you absolutely do. do. You farm. do. No. no. What if you just simply watch how they play? If they just move the ball a little bit more and incorporate exactly, it but that's not gonna a very move the ball big, with two point guards who need the balls in their that's hands. That's a very oh big goodness. if, though. It's that's been a very done big before. It's been done in, in, inconsistently, though. Who by who? Who has gotten by two DeJounte point guards that are extremely ball dominant? What'd you say? As by DeJounte and Trey, mainly Trey. If you look at Trey's off-ball shooting numbers and percentages and just overall tendencies, they've dropped as the season has gone by. So it's just Because like, that's how he doesn't want to play like that, and it's not going to change. Trey Young does not want to be coached to play like that. And Donovan, what did what did, what did did John Collins say during the interview earlier today he, that you watched? He, he said, talked about he, accountability. Yeah. Yeah, he did. You think, it's, you think Joe Prunty's gonna be the one to fucking put Trey Young in line and be like, "Oh, you're gonna play off the ball and like make him do it"? Doubt if it. If it's not, I, I will. Shit, I'm coming to a Marina with my belt. <laughs> <laughs> then you're gonna be there every single night because I'm telling you, it's not gonna be him and Trey Young and the Hawks. They have they have a problem again. Isaac and I told you this the moment the trade went down, and so they're gonna have to do something to to they, yeah, they're gonna have to do something to resurrect this thing. Now, that's not going to happen this year, and it may not happen next year because, again, they invested all this draft capital. So, so they're going to try and, like, see it to – they're going to try – Three first. Spurs that's trick them. Crazy. Holy shit. That's crazy. You know, so, the crazy part is, too, we're talking about Trey Young doesn't want to play like that. He shouldn't have to. Like, to some extent, you want your star to be more versatile. But a lot of star players have their play style and don't want to be told to do something else than what they know works and what makes them great. Yeah. The problem isn't that. The problem is that they knew he was like that and they got a player who's the antithesis of that. That's the stupid part. Like, you're going to trade all these assets, get somebody who fits with your star. Yep. Yeah, man. Like, don't try to force him to be something he's not. Yeah, man. Speak on it. Speak on it. Too NBA many too stuff, many teams man. went star hunting this, this summer and it's them and the Timberwolves. That- they didn't even go star hunting. They went <laughs> sub all-star hunting. They went uh, <laughs> yeah. really good role player hunting. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they, they saw an opportunity and jumped way too early, and they got way too excited. They sold. Yeah. You know what's crazy? They'd have been better off trading for Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Tra- Facts. Clint Capella is so on and off. So Those injuries sapped him, man. He used to be so good. Yeah, exactly. It hasn't been the same. It sucks. He just doesn't move in the new world. I'm tired of talking about the Hawks, though. What team, yeah, let's what move on. Let's move on. Can we, what other teams do y'all expect or have high expectations for us this second half of the season? Okay, High look. expectations? Yeah. Donovan, you go first. Yeah. Okay, this is going to be kind of nasty. I I like what the Wizards are doing right now. <laughs> oh. Hey. It's it's disgusting. Okay. It's, oh, it's my disgusting. God. But I like I like what Washington is is doing. They came they went into the All-Star break 6 and 4 in their in their last 10 in the 10 games leading up to the break. They won ten, uh they won two games and 
offensively, they were low key cooking, right? In the ten game <laughs> in the ten games leading into the All Star break, they had the third best offensive rating in all of basketball. Pretty good. And you're you're finally starting to see Beal, Porzingis, and Kuzma, and they didn't all three of them didn't play for all ten games, but they did like all three of them did play. And so that mid three that we were joking about is low key a, it's a it's a solid trio if you're talking about yeah. the if you're talking the, about uh, the back end of of a of a you know playoff standing and trying to get into the play in into potentially the eighth spot, I think Washington can do that. And I think with all three of them are clicking, I, I think I have some high hopes for them. Okay. And they also started uh starting Daniel Gafford next to Chris mm-hmm. Ops in the front court. And that's been a big reason for the turnaround too. It's been a really good pairing having his rim pressure with Porzingis' spacing. It's worked really well. So I see your point. I've always liked watching them because I love watching Kyle Kuzma thrive. I still have some Lakers fan attachment to him. So I've always liked watching them and like, oh, this team is fun. But I wouldn't say I have high aspirations for them in the second half of the season. <laughs> like, Can we talk about real basketball now? <laughs> no. Nah, I mean, plus on the on the same on the same wave, Beal kind of is getting back to being Bradley Beal. He like before. Thank you. I cannot talk. Going into the break. Right, he was back to averaging nearly twenty six points a game. He was shooting really efficient, uh, really efficiently. He was yeah. shooting close to forty percent from three. And we've seen Beal kind of be on and off over the last like year and a half, two years. If Bradley Beal is going to be the player, you know, if he's going to be twenty five, twenty six a night and really earn those two hundred fifty million dollars that he's getting paid, Washington has a legitimate ceiling to sneak into the playoffs. As the eight seed, and so that's why I think it's going to happen right now. Washington, oh, the Hawks? you think they're going to jump the Hawks? I, Look, they're only half a game behind Atlanta right now. Yeah, I mean they're going to see each other in the play-in. That's pretty likely. They they do are. You, I, I do not want to bet on the Hawks in the play-in against anybody. I'd probably pick them over the Wizards, but it wouldn't be a easy choice. The the, the Wizards the Wizards schedule from here on out is basically five hundred. Right, but they have they have three games against the let me see they have three games against the Raptors, a game against the Bulls, two games against the Pistons, a game against the Spurs, a game against the Rockets. They have a lot of winnable games ahead of them, where I yeah. think that they can overcome a half game deficit. So, yeah. if I'm talking about a team that's rounding into form rather than the team that just fired their coach and doesn't really have an identity, like Mo just said for 15 minutes, yeah, I kind of like Washington to make it. You know what's okay. so tough about the Hawks? Just last thing. They have like this in my mind. They have like the second hardest schedule third, in the entirety yeah. of basketball for the rest of the season. Yeah, they they have the they have the third hardest. Um, they have the oh no second. You're right. They're tied. Who's tie for the Lakers? Uh, it is the 76ers, and then the Clippers and Hawks are tied for second, and Sacramento is fourth, and then Toronto rounds out the top five. Oh, okay. Usually the Lakers are always up there because they always schedule the marquee games for LeBron's team in the second half of the season. So I figured the Lakers would have been like top five, but Lakers not. Lakers actually have the sixth easiest schedule. The rest Let's of the Let's go. Time. Need that. Give me that. You know wow. why? You know why? Because they have like two or three games against the fucking Warriors who suck ass. So yeah. like, stuff like that. <laughs> oh man. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's so funny. I, I like so yeah, my my big prediction or whatever, I really like Washington going into the second half of the season. Okay. I, I like that. I can do some love of some teams we don't really talk about very often. Yeah. I, I'm a thorough closeted Washington Wizards enjoyer. So <laughs> Yeah, I keep don't that, that closeted, man. <laughs> Edit that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> One team I want to talk about for prediction. I think the Nets are going to remain a playoff team. Mm, that's I, a I great can see prediction. that. They have right now. They have a from them versus the ten seed. 
they have a 6.5 game lead to stay in the mm-hmm. play-in. Yeah. They're 10 games above 500. Yeah. I think they're just going to be like 500 the rest of the season and finish yeah. 10 games above 500 and just like be a pesky six seed that gets wiped off the face of the earth by the Bucks in the first round. But <laughs> they're going to be a really fun team in the regular season with all these wings. We're going to see Bridges continue to make that leap and show show us if he can make that star leap and do more with the ball in his hands. Yeah. And they're just like, it's been talked about for the last few games before the trade deadline. But they're going to be one of the most fun teams in the league. All those wings. It's back to what we saw before the KD Kyrie era, which all these role players clicking with all the chemistry. Yeah. It's back. Yeah, the I vibes like are immaculate. I, I completely agree. Yeah. You know definitely. what's crazy about that? They shun Ben Simmons to the shadow realm, too. So they're going to be doing all this with him playing 15 minutes a game as a third-string center. It's crazy. Damn. That's so crazy to think about, man. Yeah. What's his name? Jock Vaughn was over here talking about. He was basically like saying Ben Simmons is unplayable if we put him <laughs> that next was crazy. to the center. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to use Ben. Put him next to a playmaker. What does Ben do? <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. He was like, if you put Ben next to another center, then you have a spacing issue. You can't really play him at the same time. <laughs> if you put him without a center with other ball handlers, it's what does Ben do when he doesn't have the ball in his hands? Yeah. So we'll figure out where we can get him in these lineups somehow. Yeah. Next game, he had seven minutes. Yeah, we we go, we're, we're going to be seeing a lot of Ben Simmons in these bright outfits, sun, sunglasses <laughs> on the shades. That's going to be Mad his Gucci role. sweaters. That's going to be his role. He has to get moved <laughs> in the offseason. Like yeah, that, like that, that, that has to be on the table, right? Like they have, they have to be actively looking to ship him out. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, they, they, I'm sure they would trade him the deadline if anybody wanted him, but no nobody wants him. Makes a lot of money. Yeah, no one wants that. But see, to me, I, I get why they're doing that because they're refocusing their point of view as a team on trying to just build their chemistry back build mm-hmm. their you know identity as a team with all these new good players they have and yeah. they have a lot of good players and they view ben simmons as not a good player right now <laughs> but on the other hand it just feels like poor asset management to not try to reshape value for him because like they have granted he sucks right now and he doesn't want to score but they have the pieces you would think the spacing the wings around him to like find <sighs> a way to build a role for him yeah. But they're just not trying. They're fuck it. I guess it's probably a chemistry issue in the locker room. Maybe they just don't feel like he's uh, wants it bad enough. No, There's been a lot of talk about one, that. One plus one is not two in the NBA. You know, again, like similar to what, you, what we said earlier mm-hmm. about like Russell Westbrook, you would think with all the spacing, you know, he should be snapping instead of the same <laughs> shit when you had KD and Kyrie and Joe Harris and Seth Curry on his team. True, true, true. All just, we're just projecting and it's, none of this shit worked out. Like if I'm yeah. the Brooklyn Nets, like I just – treat Ben Simmons like he is like Katie and Kyrie and not on my team. He might as well not be on the team right now because he's not doing nothing noteworthy whatsoever yeah. other than, yeah, what did, he's not uh, doing nothing noteworthy, bro. I forgot what, exactly what he said, but as soon as Spencer did what he got there, he said something in the media about it, about Ben Simmons. I forgot exactly what he said, but it was yeah. something was, like, I hope he can get back to being this player he was, or he needs to figure out how to want it or something like that. It was wow. something that makes it seem like he's not a good teammate or a guy you want to be around the locker room. And mm. Dinwiddie had been there for three games. So, like, there's something going on with Ben Simmons where clearly everybody that smells him in the locker room wants nothing to do with him and doesn't want him on their team. So, we talk a lot about, or at least I do, that we had to give Ben Simmons some grace come back from injury. That yeah. There's a lot of issues at hand mentally and physically. But at a certain point, it seems like he's probably just not a good guy to be around in the locker room for whatever reason. So, like... That probably plays into this a lot. Man. That's Dang, I, I can't I can't find the quote. I'm not seeing it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Regard yeah, regardless if if you find the quote or not, all Nets fans should be not as depressed as they were a couple of weeks ago. Um and this is a new phase, new regime, new new era for the Brooklyn Nets and just having a bunch of positive good vibes and no real expectations. The best basketball that 
any fan can be a part of is a team with no expectations. That's when you're stress-free. You don't expect shit. You don't expect to win hella or lose hella, bro. Just straight up vibes and good energy. And that's what literally the Brooklyn Nets are. The only thing that, like, they should really be paying attention to is, like, Nick Claxton's growth and his development and just how much of a leap he can take yeah. for the next coming few years or whatever. And also, like you said, Mikhail Bridges and, like, the biggest thing for him, what's separating him from being – like uh, the great, the best role player in the NBA, which he is, in my opinion, versus like Certainly. a potential all star, is his ball handling ability, and it's improved drastically. And if if one of you could look up his numbers so far as a Brooklyn, I'd be hella interested to see what they look like as of now. But I know, okay. like he's it's it's weird when I when I watch Macal Bridges, I never realize how right, similar right, real quick, of a real player quick. he so yeah. so just straight so just. Uh, straight counting stats. Mm-hmm. So in Brooklyn right now, in the three games that he's played, yeah, he's, he's averaging, <laughs> yeah, he's averaging twenty five points, four rebounds, two point three assists on fifty percent from the field and thirty eight percent from three. Damn. Pretty good, KD. <laughs> pretty yeah. nice. So pretty to nice. me, the other thing they should be talking about over the next twenty six games is assessing this roster and seeing. How many of these guys can we ship out for first-round picks this summer? They have so many good role players that can yeah. get them so many picks. Cam Johnson, two first-round picks. Yeah. Uh, Nick Claxton, two first-round picks. They're going to keep yeah. bridges, but okay. like, so on the line. Dorian Finney-Smith, first-round pick. Like, A they can really rebuild. For y'all is like, would you ship out Macau Bridges? Like, what route would you want to take with no. this team? Oh, hear me out. Apparently, the Grizzlies offered four first-round picks for him at the deadline. <sighs> that was reported. If, if Listen, I guess they said the Grizzlies' first-round picks suck, and this is the main guy we got back for KD, so we want to build around him and let him see what he can do. Mm-hmm. But if somebody offered me first round, four first-round picks from McCall Bridges, he yeah. would be gone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to need those Suns didn't do that, though, because that's literally competition. Like, why, why would I do that, you know? But, damn. Yeah, I don't know. That's, Were you going to yeah. say Donovan? No, I was just saying, I need the – I hate the fact that – Every first round pick that gets traded has some type of of protection on it. If you are trading the the first round pick, listen, be a man and stand on your word. Let your right? balls hang, boy. All right, you know what I'm saying. If if you if you are a man or a woman and you are trading a first round pick, please, <laughs> yeah, throw it in there. please <laughs> stop that. <laughs> please <laughs> do what needs to. <laughs> <laughs> For all the female GMs, nah, there. you're crazy. You're, included. you're crazy. I was trying to go so smooth. I was trying to go so. I felt so bad. Be, just please stand on your word. Send those first round picks to me. No, can we get it out? To the laughing fit. Oh, that's all crazy. Right, all right, point, next topic. Right. Next topic. Yeah. Next well, topic. who is? What is a prediction you have? What is the team you want to talk about? Oh man. What team nah, do I want right. to talk about? Well, one thing that I want to talk about for sure is the Milwaukee Bucks and how fucking dominant they dominating they have been over the last I think they're ten and over the last ten games that they played. And I'm interested to see if they can carry this on. So what's your I'm prediction? Them, can they? Huh? What's your prediction? Are they gonna carry it on? Yeah, my prediction is they're gonna carry it on. And also I'm very interested in seeing what the Cleveland Cavaliers continue to do. Uh as time as goes on, I love them more and more as a team. I still believe in what I believe in, and like that disagreement that we've had that we've had since day one. I still have very, I still believe that's going to be an issue. Their three, their wing spot or whatever. But um, 
I'm just imagining them in a series versus the Philadelphia 76ers. We had this whole conversation a while ago. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, yo, like, the possibility of this being a real upset, regardless of their flaws or not, like, is very, it's a very real thing. And so I'm looking at that team as well. But more so, the Milwaukee Bucks are 110% going to be back. Yeah. I mean, they're already back. They're one game behind the one seed, or .5 games, actually, just one win. Yeah. Yeah, I think they... I don't. I what I want. I don't know for sure because the Celtics are still amazing, mm. but I won't be shocked if the season comes to an end and the war and the Bucks take the one seed. Mm. No, I, I think that's gonna happen. I, I know I, you do because you're the highest on the Bucks in the world. No, but even even bef- even before like the All Star break and going into there and going in, into that whole situation, they had two games against the Celtics, and yeah. obviously like the the one on Valentine's Day nobody played, but they end up winning the game in overtime. So that's that's good. But they still have they have. One final game against the Celtics on Thursday, March 30th. I think that's going to be the deciding factor. I think both them and and Boston are going to play, you know, exceptional basketball over the last twenty something games, and it's going to be it's going to come down to who has the the tiebreaker. And I think that like yeah. Milwaukee, the one thing that obviously is like the elephant in the room is Giannis's health and how much there is, it is. How, how much how much is Giannis going to play how much is Chris Middleton going to be able to to play and shoulder the load now because they've been getting him and just ramping him up now that Giannis is out and if he misses like extended time Chris is going to have to step into like superstar Chris offense revolves kind of around you and I'm not sure how that plays out immediately but I still think I still think Milwaukee's defense is going to be able to to kind of carry them through. Yeah, yeah. Giannis's ankle is a big thing. I think from the reporting so far is they've avoided like the worst. It wasn't something incredibly serious, but mm-hmm. he may miss a few games, and a few games is what matters in this what tight is race. His ankle or his wrist? It's his wrist. Oh, my bad, I misspoke. I was thinking of LeBron's ankle. He tweaked yeah. during the All Star game, but he's fine. It was his. It wasn't his pinky or something. No, it was his hand. His finger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. LeBron. Oh my god! Who the fuck has an ankle? What am I thinking of? <laughs> I'm just pulling ankle out of my ass. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's Anthony Davis. You know what team? We <laughs> he, he, also got, he got he got one in Mexico on on break. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac, what what are your last 20, 30 games or whatever? How many games left for the Phoenix Suns? What are your expectations for the Phoenix Suns closing the season out? Because right <laughs> now, be- if they were like if the season was to end today, they'd face the um the Los Angeles Clippers in the playoffs. So like, yeah. I'm going to go out there on a limb and say over the next 20 games, we're going to see the Phoenix Suns look unfuckwithable at times. Damn. They're going to be incredible. Damn. We're going to see, so Katie might come back this Sunday, and obviously there's going to be some gelling time needed with any star that comes into a new team. I think of all of them, Katie is probably the one that requires the least amount of time. He fits into what they're doing exceptionally well. You put him in the same role Bridges was in him playing off ball, attacking closeouts, doing his mid-range thing, but obviously give him some more pick-and-roll ball handler run, uh, possessions. Yeah. It's going to fit so smooth and feel almost exactly like they did before, but you just add one of the greatest offensive players of all time in there. Mm-hmm. It's going to help DeAndre Ayton be fully unlocked version of himself. He's going to have another person to set him up. Shots are going to get that much easier for him. They're going to be incredible, and I've talked myself into them over the last few weeks. I think they're probably going to make the finals. Wow. Really? Over yeah. over Denver? Probably. I th- it's KD on a team that was already a contender. It, they're, let's not overthink it. They're going to be incredible. Wow, man. That's crazy. I don't Looking know. at the standings, they are, they're only three games behind the two seed. Yeah. And speaking of the two seed, the middle. No, they're, they're like... four and a half games. They're four and a half games behind Sorry, the two seed. Sorry, three wins. Three wins. Oh, okay. Mm. Look gotcha. at the, the three wins on the win column because teams play a different amount of games, so True. it's hard to True. look at that. So yeah. they have to catch with three wins in the win column. Yeah. 
that's doable. Very. Doable. Will they get that high over everybody? I don't know. But will they be top four? Probably. I think they're yeah, going to crack that. I think the Memphis Grizzlies are going to slide a little bit because they've been <laughs> really bad. <laughs> Not really bad, but they haven't been playing up to par ever since, like, all this crazy shit has happened in the Western Conference. And on top of that, um, Steven Adams is out with an injury. And even though he's like, like, not like he doesn't put out the most impressive counting stats, he does every single intangible you can think of on the basketball court for John Moran and Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah, they need, they need him that. for sure. And so, like, now you're relying more on Jaron Jackson Jr. who has filing trouble. He's had filing trouble ever since he was in Michigan State. And so this team is going to slide like shit. In my mind, and eh, they'll be fine. They went through culture. They're not gonna slide like shit. They're gonna be a top three seed at worst. They're the, still the Grizzlies. Every team goes through cold stretches. The Bucks had theirs. They're back. They'll be fine. I will they, not better be if they, they better hope. They better hope because Jai was doing all that talking, and you know, <laughs> oh, I'm not scared of anybody in the West. And now the entire West is like, okay, we're just gonna we're just gonna suit up, add a add some type of Hall of Famer to our team, and we'll be okay. <laughs> Like let's let's see yeah, they, they let's see what, shit. They like, let, let, John Morant. Let's see what you can do against Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. Like, <laughs> I, they they better get their act together because they, they that'd be a fun a, series. They Grizzlies were doing versus a lot Suns. Of talking. That'd be a fun ass series. Personally, I need a rematch of Phoenix Dallas. I need it so that oh, we can get facts. KD and Kyrie and Luca versus Booker again. That's oh, the series that I need. So that's possible, bad. dude. That could very well be the four or five. Any season, any series in the Western Conference, if we're looking at that top six, is going to slap regardless. Even if we don't get that, I would love to see what it is set as right now. Kawhi and KD versus PG, and oh my goodness, that'll be fire as well. Are you kidding me? Yeah. But I say these playoffs are going to be so good. It's going to be I saw this edit somebody made. Uh, I sent uh, uh, Donovan saw. I sent it to GM. Yeah. I don't think you saw it, but I don't think I sent it to you. Um, it was an edit of Jaw saying, like, I'm not scared in the West. And it showed, like, this fancy ass edit of like all these teams gearing up with like ESPN announcers just announcing the trades. Yeah. This is going to be, I say it to say, this is going to be one of the most exciting playoffs in recent years, especially in the West for the reasons you said. Yeah. Let's talk about if it ended today. If it ended today and the play-in went chalk, we'd be looking at, let's assume the Warriors get the eight seed. It would be Nuggets Warriors in the first round. Oh my gosh. Need it. Nuggets probably win because they have help, but it would. nobody wants to see the Warriors, especially not the Nuggets who have a slow-footed center. It would be Pelicans versus Grizzlies. If Zion's back, Zion versus Ja, are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Oh my goodness. I need it. I'm taking the Pelicans. Kings versus Mavericks. Mavericks yeah. would beat the shit out of the Kings, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Clip I don't I don't know. I don't nope, know. Nope, nope, nope. Sorry, Donovan. There you Listen, that's it. That's it would be fun. It would be 140, 135 every single oh, you're night. Right. Yeah, it'd be crazy, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I, I, the Kings deserve some more respect than that, but the Kings aren't gonna be that serious playoff threat, I don't Experience. think. Shout out to them. They're a regular season team for now, though. I know. Yeah. Beam team coming. And then then Clippers Suns, which like you said, Kawhi and Paul George versus KD and Devin Booker. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Gas. Then like you throw the Lakers in there and they can somehow break into that top Stop six that. or seven. Don't do top, this. Top, Don't, seven, do that. Don't do that. Don't I'm do just that. saying, you throw the Lakers in there, Dame's in there, SGA's in there, like there's all these teams still vying for that last spot. Yeah. It's gonna be incredible. Yeah. I didn't even get to finish. Damn, I just meant the playing race is gonna be great. Y'all are acting like I said Lakers and win the title. Mm. <laughs> I wanna hear you know, that. Let, let's transition to that. Oh, what is y'all's expectations to. for the Lakers second half of the season? I think they're the, the most, Lakers they're the most talked about team. Bro, they're winning they're winning fifteen games for at least fifteen games. Okay. At least fifteen games. Yeah, I'm a sound. There's twenty three left. There's twenty three left. So they're winning fifteen and eight? Yeah, fifteen and eight. Book it. If they go fifteen and eight, they'll be five hundred and they'll probably be in the play in. Yeah. 
Man, five hundred only if you're in the play-in. Fuck, that's crazy. So no, they'll, they'll make the play-in. If they go fifteen and eight, they're probably they're gonna be in the play-in. Yeah. Do you, so let's say they play the so they make the play-in. They'll probably be the ten seed. Let's say they go against the Pelicans in the first round. Are you oh, picking them? Yeah, I'm definitely picking them over the Pelicans. Okay, sure. so they beat the Pelicans, then they play the Warriors in the second game of the play-in. Are you picking them? So it depends on what type of Anthony Davis that I get, because he always gets a bitch by Draymond Green, Anthony Davis. So. Uh, what? I, I, he what that? No, he doesn't. What? Yeah, he does. What do you mean? He has that man on locks. What are you talking about? I need to see this. Uh, all right, whatever. Either way, but you, do you see them making the run through the play into the yes. playoffs? Yes. Big picture. Absolutely. Okay, so you see them getting to the playoffs. Yeah. Do you see them winning a playoff series? Uh, No, probably not. That's where know. it ends. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you, you see them getting stomped out by the Grizzlies or Nuggets? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They just don't have enough too soon. Not it's their not year. Yeah. Stop I think it. they make the play in too. I think it would be shocking if they didn't make the 10 seed because, like, we always see in these second halves of the year, a lot of these teams floating around there just fall off for whatever reasons. Like, I think the Blazers, they're going to kind of be out of the running. The Jazz are going to fall out of it. I think the last spot's probably going to come down to the Thunder, okay. maybe the Timberwolves if they slow down a little bit. Yeah. It wouldn't be shocking if the Lakers got that. No, I wouldn't be shocked at all. No one should be shocked. These moves are Apparently, Don- I hear Donovan so. snickering over there. I He'd don't be shocked, I, I guess. I. I, I I kind of would be shocked. I think the Thunder are going to kind of lock this thing up uh, fairly fairly quickly. I think yeah. OKC is going to get the, the 10 spot. I think they're going to make the play in. The two games up right now, Shea's, Shea's been balling. And what whether you want to call it old age or luck, LeBron and Anthony Davis have not proven to be able to stay on the court at the same time for an extended amount of games. So do I think that those two guys are going to be able to play 23 games? Absolutely not. <laughs> I I've no I've no faith I've no faith in that. And so if they're not there, if if yeah, both of them are not there, I don't have faith in the Lakers winning I guess uh winning at a 66% uh clip. I don't see that happening. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, yeah, that's always obviously up in the room. Just like the Warriors now Steph Curry's hurt. Yeah. It's kind of reaching a point with him where he's also never healthy, so Zion's hurt, same thing, Cat's hurt. So those question marks remain for a lot of these teams. So I see your point, but just for the sake of conversation and talking about these teams on paper, let's say they are healthy and you're just talking about a maximized version of the team they have now. Let's say they're, they all, they both play 20 games, so they miss some and you're stuck with one star and D-low for a lot of those games. Mm-hmm. At that point, do you see them making this playoff run? No, I still don't. I still don't. I think I, think I can see them, I'll put it in two, in two ways. If they get to 10, I can see them winning the two games and, and getting the eight seed if they get there. However, I don't see them getting there in the first That's place. That's how I feel, too. Yeah. F- five games under 500 going to the break is like borderline an insurmountable deficit. The only reason we're talking about it being surmountable is because they have LeBron and AD, and obviously that ceiling is always crazy if you have yeah. adequate team around them, which they haven't had for two years. Yeah. So because of that, we've seen it with them with the proper role players being able to win at like best team in the league rate. That's not, like, unrealistic, so that's the only reason it's tenable. But five games is a lot to get to 500. Like, they might be firing on all cylinders, but they just simply cannot come up with that big gap. Like, maybe they go three games above 500 in 23 games, which is a solid rate, but it's just not good enough when you have this giant hole you filled yourself into. Yeah, I just I, – I can't bring myself to do it. I can't bring myself to trust the Lakers to, to make up that ground in – yeah. And That's I guess I do trust them. Six weeks. I trust them to be very good now. I think they're going to be a legitimately good team. Oh yeah, they'll be I just competent. Don't know if it'll be enough. 
and so I said to say, if they go into next year and they bring back D'Lo, it goes well. They still have Vanderbilt and Beasley under contract. They extend Reeves. This team can be legit next year. Assuming Braun still looks like Braun and has another year of being Superman despite being 40. This next 23 games is a runway for next year to prove that this team can be a contender. And I do have faith that's going to happen. Okay. I I, dis, I disagree, but I don't want to get too too much on the on the Lakers. Yeah. Give this team enough time to gel. I think they have everything they need. Vanderbilt's yeah. a legitimately very good defensive wing stopper. He's fantastic. If you get D'Lo, if he fits well and stays away from bad D'Lo habits and you just get the good things with him, like it's very possible with him playing as LeBron and AD, it's the easiest he'll ever have to, easiest Facts. role he'll ever have. That could work. I don't. I'm not as high in Beasley as everybody else is. Everyone talks about Beasley like he's prime Kyle Korver, but he's a good volume shooter. Yeah. Reeves is extremely good. Like this is a legitimately deep team now, and like we said, they don't have enough time to really make up that ground. But next year, watch out for this team. Yeah, the and I feel like time in in my mind doesn't matter as much because these players like D'Angelo Russell is not gonna be a disruptor whatsoever in this offense and none of these players are hard to play around next to lebron i don't think that's true. lebron's kind of hard to play around oh i wouldn't say that like lebron for is D-Lo, for d'lo yeah but yeah. in my mind like it's not gonna be it'll be a little bit of an issue on d'lo's end and it may be a little bit hard for him to adjust but in general i don't think he's gonna like completely hijack the Lakers offense. Oh, for sure. No, for sure. Like no, how he's no, no yeah, that's not the problem. Like that, the know? problem is, will it look just okay as they figure it out and we're not going to see them like really clicking on all cylinders? Because like, I feel like we've seen from D'Lo so far, his last game before the deadline was his best game so far. I think he only played two or three. But we haven't, it takes time to get to the point where you're like seeing everything super smooth, flowing yeah. from D'Lo, pick and roll with AD, swing out to LeBron, him doing his thing, like maximize everyone knows where everybody is at all times. That takes a long time to cultivate no matter the talent. So Perhaps. it won't be bad and like Russ bad fit, but it might not be like incredible. You know what I mean? No, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree with you. I agree with you. But yeah, ultimately, five games is just too much for me. It's just yeah, too it's a much. lot. It's a That's lot. fair. But I won't be shocked if we're wrong and shit. Just the script plays out the way we want it to, and they're somehow in the play and make a Cinderella run. We all want that to happen because we want to see LeBron in the playoffs again. So I'm holding out a little bit of hope. That's fair. But. We talked enough about the Lakers. I think it's time for another Lakers segment, but this time in TikTok time. Let's do it. Transition? Transition. No go. go. Smooth up. So we're going to start TikTok time like we do every week with the draft. This time we're going to do drafting only players that play for the Lakers. Okay. Damn. So everybody in their prime. So not like the version that was on the Lakers, but only players that played on Lakers at some point in their career. Okay. Any, at any point in their career. Yeah, yeah, at any point. So you can pick, like, Carl Malone if you want to, and you Ew. won't get Lakers version. You'll get Jazz version. Doc. Never. Ew. Never. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, I thought I'd think of a washed-up Laker. Gary Payton, for lack of a better there example. Go. There we go. Yeah. So. Uh, Wait, what's the let's order? Let's draft NBA I think lineups. I have the third pick, right? What did you say? I said, what's the, what's the order? I think I have the third pick in this one. Yeah, I have first, Moez second, you have third. Okay, cool. Let's draft NBA lineups with only players who play for the Lakers. And we'll do everybody in their prime. Okay. First pick, obviously I got LeBron James. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Cool. I have the second pick? Yep. Yep. 
Naturally, I have to say Kobe Bryant. Well, wow, people are going to hate your ass, Isaac, also for saying that. But yeah, I mean, it's not it's not Lakers LeBron versus prime Kobe. It's prime LeBron versus prime Kobe. So obviously, yeah, you should pick LeBron. People are going to be like, oh, Kobe's the best player ever. But you know, don't I care. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, I'll just take the two people that actually played together. I'll take Magic and Kareem. Oh, it's a disgusting duo. Nice. It's my turn. Shaq. Yep. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yep, I know. Yeah. Do I just sucks. keep it going to pick Anthony Davis? <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, I'm not going to pick Anthony Davis, but give me Wilt Chamberlain. Mm, okay. Okay, okay, okay. This man got Wilt Chamberlain. Nice. All right. Uh, Wait, he's still on Isaac. You... Oh, it's still my turn? Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, this is tough now. Yeah, this is tough. I was about to say works. that. I forgot it was my turn again. Who else played for the late? I'm trying, I'm trying to think of washout players who played so I can, like, cheat. Ooh, Prime Carmelo played a like. <laughs> oh my God! Are you serious? Should I pick Carmelo? Nah, there's other, there's better players. A lot of players will play for the Lakers, but I'm having a brain fart now. Uh, you know what? Give me Steve Nash. Mm. I need Prime Steve Nash next to LeBron. All That's the playmaking you could ever want. It's a nice pick. That's a nice pick. All right, this is gonna leave a sour taste in people's mouth, but give me Prime Russell Westbrook. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's fine. Okay. Okay, that's cool. That's Even cool. Kobe isn't the best fit in the world, but yeah. All right, so so I got Magic and Kareem. Hmm. Should I just fill out my two spot? Hmm. I don't really want Jerry West. He's like by oh, yeah, Jerry West. I forgot about Jerry. I, I am not want. picking Jerry West over Russell Westbrook. You can keep. You know him. what? We'll go. We'll go Elgin Baylor. At the oh, two, that's a good pick. We'll go, yeah, we'll go Elgin Baylor at the two, and then give me Carmelo at the three. Nice. That is very, very, very nice. So it's okay. a weird fit, but I like all the talent. Yeah, yeah. I mess with I, it. That's I a need w. a piece to bring it together. That's a W. I can't imagine that's Carmelo Anthony and Magic Johnson on the same court. Wow. <laughs> that would be such a weird basketball. To, yeah. Prime really beautiful. I like that. I like it. We'll, we'll make it work. If I can get Phil Jackson as my coach, we'll we'll make it work. Okay. Yeah, really beautiful. All right, so at the four, give me Paul Gasol. Ooh. Mm, yeah. Okay. Paul Gasol. That's crazy to me because I'm taking who you should have picked, Anthony Davis, for my four. Oh, uh, I thought you already picked him. See, I should have asked. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so I got Steve Nash, Anthony Davis, LeBron, and uh, Will Chamberlain. Oh man, so yeah, you, you you oh, dusted no, us in no, this one. It's now, over. Now it's your last pick. Yeah, I have one more pick. Okay. I have I need a two guard. Is this Listen, even worth finishing? <laughs> who do I there's an obvious one to pick. Would I go fit or talent? Talent. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna just go best player available. Give me Jerry West give me Jerry West as my two guard. Okay. Yeah, this was a nasty sweet man. Shout out to you for that. <laughs> I kick your ass. Yeah, we literally stand no chance. All right, so <laughs> um, I got Russell Westbrook on my one, Kobe at the two. At my four, I have Pau Gasol. And at my five, I have Shaq. Not a bad team whatsoever. Not a bad team whatsoever, but I need spacing. And I need someone who's an absolute sniper at that three spot. Who... Should I choose Ryan Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, man, who's a sniper that the Lakers have had 
I can't really think of any off the top of my head. So I'll get this man Danny Green. No, I almost wanted, I almost trolled and said Kyle Kuzma, to be honest with you. <laughs> you know what? Give me uh, this is kinda nasty. This I think it'll be funny for the TikTok. Pick Kuzma. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not gonna do that. Uh give me give me Yeah, give me Lamar Odom. Give me Lamar Odom. My loss. Whatever. Give me Lamar Odom. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I take right. my L. Throw it at me. I'm glad you know. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to decide whether or not I'm gonna play the small ball and if I'm gonna move Carmelo up to the four and go for like just fit or or if I should just take an actual four. Cause right now I'm the only people on my board right now are between I'm either taking Michael Cooper or I'm taking James Worthy. Okay. Damn. I saw James Worthy is a great pick. I sold so hard. I think I'm going to keep Carmelo at the three. But do I want Michael Cooper? Michael Cooper's defense is crazy at the two. Yeah. That's tough. That's tough. Um, You know what? We're going to put a lot on, on Carmelo's plate. Give me Michael Cooper at the two. And I'll move Elgin to three and then Carmelo to four. It's a big team. Yeah. With 6'9", Magic Johnson at point guard, it's a huge team. Oh, man. Yes, sir. A lot, lot of length over here, boys. Pots. <laughs> <laughs> Resume. All right, those are good teams. Man, the, the Lakers have so much talent. Yeah, exactly. This is unfair. All right, next thing we're going to do, we're going to do another 2K video. So I'm going to text you guys 2K ratings. Let's do it. You're going to have to guess which team this is. So uh, guess the NBA team by their 2K ratings. Okay. Here's team number one. Point guard is a 97. Shooting guard is a 90. Small Bro, my Wi-Fi is trash. Mo always gets this stuff before I do. Oh, this shit. <laughs> okay, no. All right, here we go. Cool. We're back in business. Let's do it. To elite backcourt. Yeah, elite backcourt. 97 overall. Point guard. 84 center. Power forward. Shooting guard. 77. Hmm. Who is this team, Donovan? Hmm. Trying to trying to think. This is a nice team. I can't hold you. It is. It is it is, <laughs> is, is kind of nice. But all right, let's think about the best point guards in the game. Yeah. You got you got Steph Curry. You got Luca. Oh, it has to it has to be the Mavericks. Yeah, it, it has to be the sure? Mavericks. That's that's Luca. Sure who's a set who's who's an eighty four raw? Is Christian Wood starting for them? Yeah. Yes, he could. Yeah, yeah. You Luke, sure it's the Mavs? Yeah, we're, we're going Dallas Mavericks. This is the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, yeah. Got it. <laughs> I wasn't sure about the '84. I'm like, damn. Yeah, Christian, Christian was '84. Yeah, but I, I know if he was starting will. though. So yeah. Yeah, it's him and Kleba starting now. Oh yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. All right, Mo, close your eyes until Donovan gets it. Close my Thank eyes. You. <laughs> Team number two. Which is so weird because Mo's, Mo's Wi-Fi was messing up earlier. Now. Facts. Okay, I'm good. Two. All right, you again. Guys, Donovan? Yeah, again, the backcourt is the strength of this team. We got yeah. 93 point guard, 84 shooting guard. Hmm. 78 small forward, 78 power forward, and 75 trash ass center. This. <laughs> it sounds like the Portland Trailblazers. Sounds like this could be Damon Simons. 
Are we nah, disrespecting not, Jeremy Grant though? Is not seventy five. You're you're extremely disrespecting Jeremy Grant. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. Just trying to think. Just trying to think. Uh. Hmm. So again. Oh, damn. So who's the oh? This is this is your is this your team? Is this the Hawks? No, this is not the Hawks. No, no, I wouldn't know. Nah, it's definitely not hmm. the Hawks. Uh, 93, 84, 78, 78, 75. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think about Damn. really good point guards here. Yeah. So. I'm surprised it's taking so long. Is, it's like, one star is... player and then a bunch of role players. Yeah, that is true. One star player and a bunch of role players. Why is this taking so long? I don't know. Y'all are selling. Is this Shea? All right. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go OKC. Oh wow, this is Shay. I'm, I'm yeah, gonna go this OKC. Is this is Shay. This is OKC. That's and a Shea great guess. Under. You clutched up because I wouldn't have guessed that, Let's bro. Go. God damn. Let's go. <laughs> Shout out to Josh Giddy. Yeah, be, seventy-five. There's Jalen Williams as a center. Team number three. All right, All wait right. for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. it. <laughs> <Josh> <laughs> All right, let's go. We got a seventy-nine overall point guard, an eighty-seven overall shooting guard. 83 overall small forward. 87 oh, this overall is this is the Washington Wizards. With, with Bill Kuzma and Porzingis. Wow. This is Porzing- not the Washington Wizards. Oh, it's wow. not? Okay. I'm just yeah. playing. It's the Washington Wizards. Wow. Man. Dude, I would have known either way. Oh, God. All right, <laughs> you could have lied to me and I would have been like, wow. <laughs> I bet. Damn. Got your ass. Bradley Beal and Porzingis are the same overall. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. Porzingis has been on fire this year. Yeah, that is true. All right, next up, let's play a game of 20 questions. We didn't do it last week. Let's do it again this week. Cool. I think I went last time. I thought yeah. of the player. So who wants yeah. to do it this time? I got it. I got it. Cool. I'm, you play I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not going to pick Shannon Brown this time. Thank God. Learned. Jackass. Dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> I know. My bad. My bad, y'all. My bad. All right. Give me about, give me about 10 seconds and I'll, and I'll think of somebody. Okay. Take Mo, what would you have for lunch? Me? What I have for lunch? I literally had some chicken, and I had some eggs. All right, we're good. We got we got this player. Okay. Go ahead and say the hook for me. What's the hook? I ain't done it in a minute. Damn, y'all suck at this. <laughs> you say you got, got the twenty questions in you, boy. I got twenty I'll questions do. to guess the NBA player I'm thinking. All of. right, let's go. All right, y- y'all got twenty questions to think. Y'all got twenty questions to guess this NBA player I'm thinking of. Don't look at the camera. Just look at us. Oh, okay, cool. All right, well, yeah, y'all got 20 questions to guess this NBA player I'm thinking of. See, <laughs> that's what be getting me because I'll be looking at the camera. All right, but <laughs> we're here. All right, anyways, let's go. Is he a current player? No. Never is. Did this player retire bald? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. He got a shine. Okay, retired bald. This is Ray Allen. It is Ray Allen. That's no, crazy. We are a dynamic duo, Isaac. Holy shit. That's crazy. <laughs> Three shit. guesses is a fucking Yo, record. This is, this is That's a hall of fame. TikTok. That's a hall of fame. Every single time I guess is Ray Allen, guess. and this is finally Ray Allen. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Listen, that ball yeah. question yeah. <laughs> really narrowed Fast. it down. You threw me a lob. I slammed yeah, up. Really narrowed it down. Shit. What a dude. All right, let's, let's run this back. <laughs> let's run this back. Just for fun. Just for fun. Yeah. Okay, right. but you do one this time. That's you crazy. want me to come up with a player? Yeah, you come up with a player this time. All right. That was crazy. Yeah, that was insane. Nah, I'm upset. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Get fucked. You, 
All right, y'all got 20 questions to guess the player that I'm thinking of. NBA player. Y'all got 20 questions to guess the NBA player I'm thinking of. Okay. <laughs> is he a current player? Yes. This is Ray Allen. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, if that's two current. questions. <laughs> Fuck off. Stop no, that. I'm counting as two. Stop I'm that. Off blood. Nope, two questions. Sorry. It's not. I'm obviously joking. <laughs> no. Nah, he's okay, serious. Current player. <laughs> okay. Is this... Is... Does he play in the Western Conference? No. Okay. okay. Cool. Is he below six five? No. Three questions. Is he black? Yes. Question four. Okay, so he's a tall black guy in the East. That narrows it down. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting somewhere. Is he uh, above six eight? Yes. It's five. Okay, so he's about 6'9", six, 6'10", six, probably. He's a black guy in the east, above 6'8". Let me fact check, check that real quick, but keep on guessing. Yeah, go ahead. Has he I made an all-star team? No. Okay, not an all-star. You know hmm. what we're going to do? Let me look at NBA standings. Is his team currently a top six team in the playoffs? Uh, Yes, and also I have to backtrack. This dude is... Below six eight. Below. Yeah. Okay, so he's probably oh. six seven. Okay. Non all star. Below six seven. Top he's, six. he's on a top six team. Yes. Is he a good shooter? No. No. Oh wait, hold okay. on. I have to backtrack again. Damn, they're not a top sixteen. Bruh. They're not a top sixteen. No. Damn, man. <laughs> yeah, got to backtrack. <laughs> okay. Not an all-star, not top six team, not a shooter. Probably about six seven. Hmm. Not a shooter, and he's six seven or so. Hmm. It's not RJ Barrett. They're a top six team. Six seven. Is he a good defender? Uh, no. He can't shoot. He can't defend. What does the guy do? <laughs> I'm saying this to Isaac. Is this Tony Snow? <laughs> oh my god, no. <laughs> <laughs> what question is that? I know that's not that's not a question, but I forget where I'm at. I think I'm at eight or eight, I, I think, know. seven or eight. Yeah. Okay, so it's not a top six team. He can't shoot, he can't defend. Who is this bum? That's He's crazy. not six eight. Alright. Um, um not a shooter, can't defend. He thought he, he thought they were a top six team. So is that somebody on the Miami Heat? Is this a question? No. Are they mm-hmm. were they drafted after twenty fifteen? No. Okay. So older player. Hmm. They're probably not a starter. Is this a starter? No. Okay. Okay, so that should bring us to 10. Interesting. So it's a bench guy who is not good at anything. <laughs> hmm. huh. So really the teams in this range, we have the Miami Heat, the Hawks, the Wizards, the Raptors, Bulls. So either they're close to top six or he just fucking lied to us and messed us up. Facts. Oh, this is hard. Six. Seven. Yeah. Wow. Is he a good passer? No. What, what the fuck he can he do? <laughs> He's not. 
I'm upset. This guy, it's like that Nash is onto the Kumpo, but he's on the top two seed. Yeah. He's not good at anything. <laughs> <laughs> Did we pick him in our worst players draft? He doesn't remember that. Yes. Oh, we did? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay, I can't remember who... Is this Kevin Knox? No. It's a good guess, though. <laughs> but no. Who do we pick? Okay. Man? Can't be Daniel House. Can't be PJ Tucker. Uh, it's not going to be Admiral Schofield. I picked him. <laughs> Damn. Uh, oh, um... Wait, no, it's not him. It's not Who him. is this bum? It's not as hard as y'all making it seem. Y'all are struggling trenches right now. What do you right mean? He, y'all gonna be mad when you find out. He can't. He can't pass, defend, or shoot, <laughs> and he doesn't get major run. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> this is hard. Oh this guy who sucks and doesn't play. <sighs> is Narrow this... it down. Well, I is this not. Will Barton? No, he's a free agent. Lock in. Oh, forgot. He got cut. Is it? What about the Bulls? Somebody who can't shoot, pass, or defend. How many questions is that? Is that eleven or twelve? Something like that. Y'all got a rapid it's fire. 12. It's twelve. Okay. We'll be fine. We're not gonna lose. Can't shoot, pass, or defend. Who the fuck is this? <laughs> what is this? He's between uh, six five and be six sick. seven because he's not six eight. Yeah. So he can't be six eight flat. I said below. So if we're talking about the. Pistons. Okay, well, let's okay. Let's let's do it. Let's really narrow it down. Um, is this team in the bottom four? Yes. No. Is this a bottom four team? No. No. Okay. So it's only from seven through ten. Yes. Hey, so let's, just, let's just use let's use our questions. Is he on the Heat? Yes. Okay, he's on the Heat and he wow. sucks. Who is this man? Is he gonna talk about? Who's on his roster? He's talking about Victor. No, Victor can defend and he can shoot a little bit. Y'all are embarrassment to the basketball fan club community, bro. He's not a starter. All right, so we got. Is this Udonis Haslam? Yes. God damn it! Y'all are (laughs) trash. God. Wait, Udonis Haslam is under six eight? I looked at him. He was six seven, bro. Okay, fine. Sure. I thought I I, I had to confirm. That threw me off. I thought Udonis was like six ten. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was like six nine, six ten. Nah, bro. Google it. I right should have known when he was asking everything. Damn. Yeah, exactly. He said, "What does he do?" I was like, "Oh, they get it. I thought y'all got it, but damn, about time, <laughs> shit." Exile. Give me your basketball fan cards. That's funny. Yeah. Hey, we got we got it, didn't we? Well, Udonis Haslam on Basketball Reference says that he's six eight. Really? On Actually, Google, on Google it says he's six seven. So trust what you want to trust, but I got I'm a Kick Google rocks. <laughs> Okay, next up we're going to do a few more to do. We're doing a lot of TikToks today. Yeah. We're going to do a power forward tier list. Let's We've been doing these positions. They've been great. Let's hit this one. Let's put, these NBA power, uh, let's put these NBA power forwards into a tier list. Let's put these NBA power forwards into a tier list. I'm ready. First off, obviously Zion's S tier. Don't even got to talk about it. I mean, not Zion. Obviously Giannis is S tier. I almost said Zion. First off, obviously Giannis is S tier. We don't even got to talk about it. Where is Zion? Uh, Zion is a tier right below that. Not even question it. Yeah, I think he's A for sure. All right. If we're, we're just going based off of talent, right? Sure. Could say a little bit of everything. I still would say S-tier. Production, talent. Yeah. Okay. Then 
Yeah, okay. If we're going off of talent, yeah, I'll put him in A. Sure. I mean, he can't be B. He's too good for that. Yeah. I mean, he's like B plus. He, he barely, he's barely played in his entire career. If you career. put him in B, B plus, then what do you put Julius? Like, let me let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> I mean, Julius Randle would clearly be below. Okay, where's Julius Randle? Is he B or? He's B, right? He's B. Well, I'm, I mean, it depends where we're putting Zion. We're putting Zion no. in A. Zion's A. Zion's A, okay. obviously. If yeah. Zion's A, then Julius Randle's B. Yeah, B. He's an all-star though. He might be. He's like B plus. Like he's he's good. Like for his faults, he's good. He's not. He's not better than than Zion. I don't, I don't think. I genuinely think he's not on the same level as Zion. He's not. He's not. I'm capping. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where does Anthony Davis fall? S or A? S. Oh, that's a disagreement. Is he S, closer S, to Zion S, or closer to Giannis? Giannis is that's the best question. player in the world. Anthony yeah. Davis. Anthony Davis is a step below. He's still very, very good. But he's a step below. Yeah, you're right. We put Jason Tatum and S for small forwards. I think Jason Tatum and AD, are they that far off? I mean, is Jason Tatum currently the best small forward in the world? I mean, LeBron and KD are better. Yeah, I still rather have LeBron and KD, but damn, that's that's tough. <laughs> I feel like AD is overqualified for A, but underqualified for S. Exactly. All right, so maybe well, that means we default to A, a but like it's tough. He yeah, let's the put him in A. Let's put him in A. Yeah, he he doesn't doesn't deserve a S yet. Yeah, if it was coming off the, the coming off the title, he was S, but he's got to earn it back again. Yeah, Thanks. exactly. Okay, Evan Mobley. Uh, that's a B. Ooh, yeah, B. It? I think he's probably budget. Uh, Randall made the All Star. He scores more points, but you could argue that Mobley's just as good of a player because he has the defensive impact rather than offense. Yeah, exactly. Easy B. Yeah. If somebody wanted to say he's C until his offense catches up a little bit, I would get it. But I think he deserves to be already. All right, that's fair. Absolutely. Moby's team. Jaron Jackson Jr. B oh, tier. He's, uh, B tier. B. I think Jaron might be A low key. Uh, no. Until he's able to stay on the court on a consistent basis and stop fouling out. He is. I mean, he's, like he's healthy he's enough. He's gonna he's gonna be defensive player of the year. He's legitimately been the best defensive player alive today. If there was the best offensive player in the league who wasn't a pretty good defender, we put him A easily. Why does that not apply to defense? Because he still has fouling issues, and if you can't stay on the court in the that. playoffs, then that that's basically the same thing as like what availability. The court in the playoffs? Like what does that even so, mean? If he can't stay on the court for, during the most important moments of the game, simply because of his tendencies, then bro, you can't be a tier on my list. He's so the best defensive be. player alive, despite his foul tendencies. That doesn't hurt his impact. He would just be even it better. Definitely without does it does hurt your impact because you're not there to leave anything if you're not on the court. He's going to be defensive player of the year. You're acting like he fouls out in the second quarter. Yeah, he he has to take stints in the third quarter. He's going to be fine. But even with that, I Donna, what do you think? I think B plus, A minus is the range. Putting him um, in he's don't not feel A right. tier. Oh, my God. Putting him in A just don't feel right just yet. It does. It That's 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 right, Mo. It just doesn't feel right. He's going to be an all-star in defensive player of the year. What the fuck are we talking about? Yeah. I just need to see know. a little bit. I don't know why, but I just want to say I need to see a little bit more. Even right? He's like you just, done. You just want a, just a little just bit like, more. Just a little bit more. Yeah, give me a malarkey. Few more <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll put him in B. We'll put him a whole in bunch B. of yeah. bullshit. <laughs> right. What about Draymond Green? That's so hard to. He's so hard to. A tier. <laughs> if I'm we like, put Draymond above Jaron Jackson, I'll end it all. Ah uh, man, this is so this is so hard to rank. This is so hard. I don't know where to put. Draymond, um, Draymond, it's all intangibles. He's still a great defensive player, been locked in, but like the offensive production is so non-existent at this point. 
Like, can you really say that he's a better player than Jaron at this point? I mean, no, I cannot. I gotta put him. In, I think I gotta put him in B. All right, Jaron's in B. Okay, yeah. they could be in the same tier. We're not. We're not saying like. Are they the same tier right now? Yeah, yeah, they're the <laughs> same tier. Ah, I don't know if I can agree with that. That's the whole point of right. tiers. That's You're right. Evan Mobley, Evan Mobley's in B, so Jaron has to be in B as well. I mean, I mean, Evan Mobley's in B, so Draymond has to be in B as well. Yeah, yeah. Put him in B. This is, tough. This, is a, this is a tough position. Yeah, this is it so really tough is. to grade. Ugh, I can't believe Jaren's in B. Unbelievable. <laughs> Nobody values defense properly. <laughs> all right, all we have left now is d- Mo, your two TikToks. Oh, dang. Shoes. You weren't even going to place up Porzingis? That's crazy after the way Donovan was glazing him, man. Damn. <laughs> glazing him? What did glazer. I say? You're a Porzingis glazer. That's crazy. <laughs> what did I say? You're you're watching the Wizards. You said that the Wizards are going to be the best team in the East by the end of the year, yeah. and that Porzingis is the best white man to ever walk the earth. <laughs> Something like that. All right, Mo, what's your TikTok, man? All right, let me go <laughs> ahead and send this thing to the group chat, and I'm gonna go ahead Griffin and hit y'all with another sneaker TikTok. It's been a while. Yeah. Last oh, one. Oh wait, like no, this is not. Views. No, this is not the sneaker TikTok. Oh, fake oh, sneaker out. TikTok's after. I lied. Pump fake. Yeah, sneaker TikTok is after. All right. Come soon, Pumpkin. within 10 minutes. <laughs> if you're still here, comment, where's the sneaker TikTok? Ugh, oh, my goodness. Uh, I want to see the comments. Where's the sneaker, t- where's the sneaker TikTok? <laughs> the sneaker. Do they do they actually be commenting that? Yeah, every time. They always do it. Last right, week, I'm going to send you these. I'm going to send you Shout these Shout out y'all for actually commenting. Facts. I'm going to send you Last these the comment players filled with most All right. Okay, well, well, what's the hook? Tell us what the, tell us what the TikTok is. All right. What do these three players have in common? Let me repeat that. I got a little hiccup. NBA <laughs> players. Yeah. What do these what do these three NBA players have in common? Okay. All right. First one. Cade Cunningham, Scotty Barnes, Moses Moody. They both played on the same high school team together. Ah, easy one. That's the easy. Infamous team. Yep. Slight work right there. Cool. Okay. All right. Okay. You need to give us harder ones than that. Yeah, I know. I, 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 need, I need to grab a feel for it. All right. What about these players? KD, Dominique. Oh, they all tore their Achilles. Oh, y'all are running through this. All right, Damn. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me go through a little bit harder, all right? Come on now. Come on now. I didn't even have time to think when he said that. You got to step it up. You got to step it up. Say less. All right. DeMar DeRozan, Steph Curry, and Jeff T. Which Curry? Steph Curry? Yeah. Okay. I have no idea with this one. What the hell? All right. Yeah, you're talking that talk, so I had to up it up. What's up, man? You might have got something for us. All right. Damar, Steph Curry, and Jeff T. This is a specific era. What the fuck does that mean? So, <laughs> did they all do the skill challenge in the same year? They all lost to LeBron in the playoffs. Damn! What the f- wow. Wow. <laughs> that was not where my mind was going. Wow. Let's okay. Go. Yeah, this man is... Okay, yeah. This man is just too... Another level. These games. All right. This one is... <laughs> All right, this is for this I'm is, like this that. Is hilarious. All right, what about these three? Blake Griffin, Ben. Oh, they all oh, dated Kendall Jenner. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to finish reading it. Oh man, <laughs> it was a layup. <laughs> <laughs> all right, these men are professional harlots. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> these men are for the oh, streets. Man. All right, what about these? I think Calabasa these are my streets. last three. This is hard. Jason Terry, Yusuf. Oh, oh, LeBron, did LeBron dunk on all, all of them. 
Damn. Oh, my God. Y'all ran the through time. these. That's Y'all good. ran through these. Shit. You said Nurkic gave it away. Yeah, exactly. John Damn. Lucas gave it away. What you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was watching that highlight, and I had to rerun it so many times. Cause I'm like, bro, is that really John He literally Lucas? jumped I over remember. him. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> Nasty work, man. Nasty that's funny. That's hilarious. I keep that in rotation. All right. All right, let's, now we have the sneaker TikTok we promised you guys three minutes ago. Yeah, exactly. So let's go ahead and we get back. sneaker TikToks up and ready to fucking fire. All right, so Damn, I'm going to send them all to y'all at once. Okay. Man, I'm not going to lie. The correct shoes. I the did not sabotage on purpose. No more false propaganda. All right. Nice, nice. All right, so what did the, how did the hook go? Um... Which NBA shoe do you all think? Which NBA shoe looks better? Ew. Yeah. All right. Which NBA shoe do y'all think is? Which NBA shoe do y'all think looks better? Say it without looks better without yeah. trailing off at the end. What? Which NBA shoe? Hold on. Why am I pointing at you? Ew. I don't know. Which it's NBA so shoe? Cool. Which NBA shoe do y'all think looks better? Cool. Bet. Lamelo. Okay, so we got the Lamelo twos or the Kawhi threes. Yeah. So you got the Lamelo twos or the. Hold on, they're not calling them all twos. They're called. So you got the MBO twos, or you got the Kawhi threes. Oh, the, these Kawhi the, suck. Yeah, these the, Kawhi's are payless shoes. Melo <laughs> takes this one easy. Yeah, easy. I don't the even Mellos. love the Melos like that, but these Kawhis are fucking terrible. Puma yeah, low key is doing some stuff in the sneaker game, though. I like, I like that. At the uh, yeah, you, oh, man, you would have more respect for New Balance than the cool things that they've been doing over the last few years. But this is just an absolute break. I feel like if yeah. I seen someone wear this, I'd assume you work at a construction site, bro. Simple. <laughs> There's the only way that no, makes I, sense. I've seen. I know several Mexican children that wear these shoes, <laughs> <laughs> and they got them. And they got them a hundred dollars off because they got them at Walmart. <laughs> oh hell! Oh hell! Ain't no yeah, wrong. New with Balance that. doesn't take a lot of L's these days, but this is one of them. All right. So what about these Nike Zoom Freak Fours versus versus the Dawn Issue Fours? Okay, so this one's weird. I like the colorway of the Dawn Issue Four better, but the design of the Freak Four is better. Oh, I think I think the Freak Four sweeps like no problem. Mm-hmm. I, the, one, the silhouette's way better, and I think any shoe that's black and red needs to have some element of white, or it just looks too much. Yeah, I was nah. like, I, I would never wear these Dawns. Nah, I nah. might. I'm, Listen, I, honestly, I might get a pair of these Don Issue Fours. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. However, on the zoom, on the that's zoom, how I feel about these freaks. I'm like, these are kind of hard. Though. The freak, listen, the backwards check is fire. Yeah, fire. That's hard. Stuff. I think design wise, I would wear. I would probably wear the freaks, but in terms of just like feeling like him when you're on the basketball court, give me those Donovan Mitchells. I'm scared to twist my ankles in those freaks. To be honest, can't do it. You feel like him with these Don's on? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know who him is. I, I wouldn't feel like any. I wouldn't feel like Donovan Mitchell. I'll tell you that. <laughs> the hymns, yeah, those are fire. Those are fire. Now, look right. at the detail on the on the freak shoes. They got the splatter on the midsole. That like tie dye on Speckle the bottom sole is overrated. They got the text on Ill. the swoosh. This is hard. Yeah, they, that those are ill as hell. You right about that. I might change my mind on that actually. <laughs> this man's easily manipulated. Yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next, we got the Jaw Ones versus the JT Ones. I think Jaw like ja Ones really. Easy. I think both are very mid, but the yeah, JT fine. Ones look atrocious to me. No, they're they're not atrocious. This is weird. 
They're just fine. This is actually one of the better signature shoes that Jordan has come out with in a while. And I think in a different colorway, if you get these in green and white, I think th- I think those would be fire. I just feel like Jordan Brand's incapable of making good shoes. I don't have Michael Jordan's name on it. They're just, <laughs> That's funny. Something about the logo, the materials they lose, they're, they're, they're just all so weird looking. I mean, yeah, but the jaw ones, the jaw ones look like... They look basic. They, no, but they they look like LeBron 20s. It looks like when somebody tries to copy mm. your homework and you say, hey, ch- change it a little bit. It, that's what it looks like to <laughs> yeah, me. It kind of feels like a mix of that with some PGs. Like, it feels like very much like a Nike basketball shoe. Yeah. But I don't mind that. It's better than the other one, which feels very much like a Jordan brand shoe, which right. is garbage. So, yeah. Okay, so Nike's true. floor is obviously much higher than Jordan. My only thing Nike's about sweeps. these JTs, though, is like, why do I have a built-in storage unit in my shoe? What are these four <laughs> big-ass holes on the bottom of my feet? It's for aerodynamics, Mo. Do you not Destroy understand science? Pots. You don't understand technology? He wore these and dropped 55 in an all-star game. Look, when I... Sometimes you need whatever. to store a little snack to go when you're done hooping. Throw a little Look, Nutella in there. When I'm wearing hooping shoes, I'm wearing for a performance, but more importantly than that, bro, I need to, The swag needs to be on point, and sadly, the swag is Are not you wear shoes for swag, not for performance? Yeah, dripper drown. Yeah. Easy, nah. bro. I know you don't. He's drowning. Cool. Well... Well, that recaps that, caps that, and we know us that caps, caps the episode. We're done here. Sweet. Nice. So, Everyone comment, Isaac, show us your haircut. <laughs> <laughs> the hat stays on during podcasts. <laughs> uh, All right, we're up. Uh, let's See go. y'all.